0: Well, welcome back to Courage Cast. I'm Eric Nordoff, and today we continue with part two of our conversation, my conversation with Lee LaGraze. And we're talking about the fear of public speaking. And Lee very vulnerably shares about his very first experience in college when he shared his testimony. And I went on to say that I think the reason he was able to do it and overcome the fear was because he was talking about something greater than himself, and he finally was able to share his testimony, and that inspired him to face his fear and overcome it. And so I asked him about that, and here's his response.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's taken me years to get to the point to where um, you know, I look at it like this, but... Now I can honestly say, in that one area of my life, which at one point in my life, like I said, I viewed it as my
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the, the the weakest area of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really when His power shows up to be the greatest, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, it's par it's para, it's it's paradoxical a little bit or counterintuitive to where you view something as a weakness, but yet. He's able to do more through that, through you, than anything else that he could ever do. Mm -hmm. And that's the irony. Mm -hmm. Right? It is. Um, And he's done that, you know, for for me the last 25 years. I mean, that was the very start of my journey.
0: Yeah, so that was the start of your journey. I remember, was it maybe three or four years ago, Yep, you were getting ready to make maybe one of the biggest... You were getting ready to lead and be the host or the MC. I remember, yeah. one of your largest events right. for your company. Right. And I remember you being... I, the, I didn't have a clue before this that this was a big deal, but yeah. this this was such a big deal and you were very, very nervous about it. Yes. Yeah. So why... What were you going through then? Yeah. So,
1: you know, obviously, just like anything else, you know, the, the first day when I got up in front of the class and I spoke... Thinking, okay, you know, this was this was okay. I could do this. And then thousands of times since then, God has given me greater and greater opportunity. And every time I've had to rely more on him, right? It's like I thought I wouldn't be anxious about this, but now this is a bigger stage or this is a bigger audience. And so about three or four years ago, um we we, we had a huge event and uh for me it was it was really big and it was a big opportunity for me to speak in front of my peers. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of those old thoughts had crept back in, you know, like, Lee, I, I don't know if you can do this. And what if you get out there and you embarrass yourself? And, and are the words going to come out? Mm-hmm. And, um, and up until then, had i always prayed that God would obviously be with me when I spoke, but that I would be fluent, mm-hmm. right? The words would come out. And so that was my prayer. Mm-hmm. So got up there. I did it. And it was great. The speech was great. I was fluent. Um, I thought it sounded really well. But this is what's new in my journey now. And this is what had changed. So on the way back, we were coming home. One of my uh, managers said, "Um, Lee, you know, you did a great job. I'm like, well, thank you. (laughs) And for the first time with him, I shared my my story Mm. going back 25 years, years ago. And the struggles that I've had and the insecurities and what I've had to do to overcome it. And uh and this guy, you know, he's a believer, and what he said next, I mean, it it could have been the voice of God. Mm. Right. In fact, in fact, in fact I believe it was. But what he said is he's like, Lee, I, I mean, I hear it at times. You know, I hear you stutter, but this is what you don't get about you. He's like, that's what makes you, you know, unique. He said, that's what draws people to you. It's not getting rid of it. It's that you have it. It's a part of you, and it's not a distraction. It draws people to, to, to you. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time in my life that I thought, wait a minute. So I've been praying this whole time about being fluent, but really what he's saying is what draws people to me is just being me, is just being real yeah. and just doing it, getting up there. Yep, and so since then my prayer has has changed. Now it's, um, God, I just want to be who you've created me to be. I want to be me. Mm-hmm. And since I've been praying that, I mean, obviously it's still a journey. Um, but since I've been praying that, there's been a, just an incredible burden
0: lifted. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So because your 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 desire to please man slowly peels away.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I would compare myself to others that speak and think. Man, that person's polished. Yeah. You know, he he's he's great at what he does, and so I would make comparisons between me and that and that other um, and that other per- per- person. So when I started to really think about, wow, all I have to be is 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 me. Like that's it. Like there's nothing else involved here. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to know what I'm speaking about, and just be me. That's where the power's at. Yeah. It's not being someone else over here. hmm Right? Yeah. And even though maybe I knew that in the past, I didn't know it, know it. I really didn't believe it.
0: Yeah. You know? So that's, well, yeah. Why do you think we have such a desire to impress people and put on a f- fake persona or put on someone else's persona? Why, why are we tempted like that? Why do we do it?
1: You know, Eric, I mean, that's a thought that I've I've really thought a lot about, because um, I've certainly done, done it mo- most of my life, in a, in a lot of areas of my life. And I really think, for me, it comes down to pleasing man, you know? Um, I think that I find life by pleasing man. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, um, in my spiritual journey, the longer I do this, it, I have found it to be the opposite. It's like, wow, all I have to do is please God mm-hmm. and let the chips fall where they, where they may after that. Yeah. Right? And there's freedom in that and there's peace in that. And I could just, I could be me. Yeah. Yep. You know?
0: Mm hmm. That's, it uh, reminds me, I think, of Psalm 37 um, that says, Delight yourself in the Lord mm. and uh, all of your desires will be added unto you. Yes and um and that's so hard it's so easy it it sounds so simple and it is simple but we make it so difficult it seems like we spend years and years fighting the fighting the delighting if i don't if uh, if you don't mind the rhyme yeah (laughs) um but but uh we're fighting that and we're battling we're battling uh our our own flesh constantly but when we just surrender to to our spirit the 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 God, holy spirit in in our in our spirit um we uh we start to become the man that yeah. uh, man and woman that that man or woman that we were made to be yeah yeah that was a long way of saying that. Sorry about that, but uh, but that's uh, that's good stuff, Lee. Yeah. Thank you. Anything else that you want to encourage our listeners to before we get to some rapid fire questions? I want to know if there's something I'm missing in your story, or or any kind of words of advice that you would give for anyone that's facing coming a, 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 against something that's a big fear of theirs. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I, and this is something I would say. I teach this um, teach a spiritual gifts class at my church, and this is something that I say often is you know is this is um you know find what your strengths are you know what what you good in and what what you love and match them if you match them there there will be times to where you have fear mm-hmm. right there'll be insecurities you come against <laughs> there'll, there'll be fear but 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 do it anyway you got to push through through that mm-hmm. um that's certainly been my experience mm-hmm. so that's what I And the,
0: the motivation people. to push through that is what what happens what's the benefit what's the result yeah it's just well i mean if you look at
1: the end it's just being alive it's being free and being alive right mm-hmm. and and who who doesn't want to be alive mm-hmm. right um i don't want to just go through the motions every day um and, and feel numb in life i want to be alive in life and the only way to, to, to be in live alive is is free i don't want to be bonded i don't want to be held bondage to to anything eric mm-hmm. um Fear. I
0: don't want to be held bondage to fear. Yeah. Admitting it is one thing. When you, when you experience fear is you just don't want to stay there. That's right. Everybody experiences fear. That's right. Don't be, don't be ashamed of admitting when you're experiencing fear or any other emotion. That's right. That comes very natural to us as, because we're made, we're made in God's image. um, But we're, we're, we're made in flesh and we're fallen uh, in many ways, as we all know. But when we experience that, it's okay to acknowledge that, right? Absolutely. And, um, and face it with courage. Yeah. And uh, I love that about your story. Thank you, Eric. It's really good. Thank you. Well, that is the end of part two of my three-part conversation with Leela Grays, all about this topic of public speaking and being afraid to speak in public with whatever uh, issue that you have for Lee, it was a little bit of a stutter. It was a little bit of a, a self consciousness, uh, something that he kind of carried with him, and I believe he's broken of that uh, that fear since uh, since childhood, and so that that's gone for him. But I, I want to point out something to to everyone here in the courageous community that this is a very common issue, and this there is a great example of the fear of speaking in public and the fear of stepping out into what God is asking you to do straight in Scripture. And it comes in Exodus. Uh, we find Exodus 4.10-13, through 13, the passage uh, where Moses pleaded with the Lord, O oh Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been and not now, even though you have spoken to me. I get tongue-tied and my words get tangled. Then the Lord asked Moses, Who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what to say. And still Moses pleads again, Lord, please send anyone else. And of course we know that God uh, could not convince Moses until he finally gave him Aaron to be his spokesperson from that point on. But we all deal with this fear of public speaking, but it is God who gives us the words. It's his Holy Spirit who helps us in the midst of our fear. We can take inspiration from 1 Corinthians 2, verses 4 through 5. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So I hope this gives you some peace and some, some motivation to face your fear of public speaking, that it is God who gives you the words, God is in your mouth. He is with your mouth. He is in your heart. And the answer can be found and the strength can be found from your relationship and your reverence of God in the process of doing what he calls you to do, whether that be public speaking or any other task that you might be afraid to do. You can do it. And he gives you the power to do so. And he's going to get the glory when we surrender and submit to him. So that's it for me, friends. I hope this has been a good time for you to listen to Lee's story, and we'll finish up tomorrow with the final part where I go through a lightning round of questions for Lee. We have a little bit of fun tomorrow. So I'll be back with you again on another episode of CourageCast.